Hey everyone, welcome to The Sith Dominion. I am your host, Dr. Dana Martin. Welcome. It's Tuesday night at 8 p.m.-ish Central. And yeah, we're going to have a fantastic show. We're going to be talking about Darth Treya, and I have two wonderful guests. One kind of recurring, mostly, and another one I've been on one of their shows. So we'll start with the one you know. Hi, Kat. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, Dana. How about yourself? I'm doing great. I'm, I had to get up for the show. Like I was on the couch watching the show and realized I was going to have to pause the show so I could come in and do this show. So I had to get up for the show. That's I literally had to get up. Debbie, welcome to my show. I've been on shows with you and it's been fantastic, but now you're over here. How are you doing tonight? I don't know. I feel like I'm going to be out of my element over here. Oh, no. You've got no all Debbie, he might be out of around. his element because he has to deal with the two of us. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, this should be fun. Zane, come save me. No, we're good. <laughs> awesome. So uh, we'll do uh, a little bit of a dive into you, Debbie, later if if we'll, uh, if you're okay with that. I didn't. I popped that on you. So that's my fault. But... <laughs> that's all right. So we'll we'll chat with you here in a while. Uh, Debbie is another one of our GNN greats, like just everywhere all the time doing AV ish, ish everything else. Uh, I wanted to uh, get us on board just with what's coming up here locally in College Station. We have uh, the College Station Comic Con, which is the first year for this to be here. I will be there, and I'm so excited. I've never I've never been to a Comic Con before. Oh, yeah. You're going to want to drink like a lot of water. I just got judgy eyes looking at me everywhere. <laughs> Not just here. Like, I feel the judgy eyes from across interweb land. I'll send, I'll send you a, like, tips and tricks list so you don't die. Oh. <laughs> it would be that bad? Um, it's a lot. It's a it's lot. lot I, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I've watched plenty of uh, documentaries and, you know, YouTube videos. I should be fine, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah we'll go with that yeah sure <laughs> oh i just figure i'll wing it like i do these shows then we'll be just fine <laughs> no i'm i'm really looking forward to it um i'm i again i've never i've never been uh i think my stepson may come along with uh with me not zane you haven't met him uh my stepson kevin uh to kind of point me in the direction of folks he was looking through the guest list and was like oh my gosh this person oh my gosh and i'm like oh oh they did that like i had no idea like who i knew who these people were but i didn't know who these people were oh that's speaking kevin Kevin, there <laughs> what's up kevo so uh yeah i wanted to talk a little bit about that uh it's in three days so i'm getting a little nervous because i don't know what to really expect what should i expect um there's gonna be a lot of people probably a lot of people um, and you know, I know that my, usually just to kind of get the lay of the land, um, I will like walk in, kind of find like an area where I can kind of see what's going on and kind of scope from one end. Um, you'll eventually kind of learn the traffic layout. Um, it's going to be hard concrete floors and you're going to be on your feet for like eight to 10 hours, depending on the length of that event. Um, eat a really good breakfast. Because you're going to be standing and walking for hours. Well, I mean, let's face it. You know, even in my 20s, I really was could barely function through a convention on Cheetos and Mountain Dew alone. <laughs> um, so 
I have learned over the years that you know, it's just better just because they don't always, not all convention centers have like real food mm-hmm. nearby. And sometimes like you're just so kind of caught up. You kind of like, sometimes you'll kind of forget like, oh yeah, I need to go grab a bite. But you're like, oh, I want to catch this panel is in 20 minutes. And the nearest like to go get food is going to take us like 45. I'll get it later. So yeah, keep a protein bar in your bag. <laughs> drink lots of water eat a good breakfast i was thinking i should have a little pouch like a fanny pack or something but i don't i don't want to i don't want a fanny pack like just a backpack would be fine i mean i carry a backpack usually yeah um just check with your event center um i know some of the convention centers um around texas some of them are requiring clear bags Hmm. um yeah and sometimes they'll make an exception for press but not always well, I didn't get a pass. I had to buy my way in. So okay, yeah. okay. If you bought your oh, way yes. in, then yeah, yeah, you might need a clear bag. So, do you? Uh, did you see where I tagged GNN on a comment? Ooh. They liked that. Like, uh-huh. dude, I'm the guy that twice has asked you for a press pass, but you like that I'm paying my way in. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. College Station Comic Con. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We can talk more about that a little later. Like when you get there, you'll want to like see if you can track down who their PR guy is, mm. and just kind of introduce yourself. You know, but we can talk about that like more. That's more like the boring business side. Like you know, you want the fun stuff. Like talk to the cosplay groups; they're always going to be fun. Um, I'm going to reach out to a contact that I know that may be there because they're at a college station. Mm. They're a tabletop gaming company. Nice. I will find out. I know I pointed them in the direction of. College City Comic Con. Um, I will see if they're there, and I am sure if you say, "Hey, Cat with Geek News now," like told me to come talk to you guys, I bet you they do an interview with you. One hundred percent name dropping. Yes, totally do it. Debbie, what do you got? What, what's your, your? I'm I'm assuming you've been to these. What What's your tips and tricks for me? Well, it's been many moons <laughs> since I've been to a well. Actually, I haven't been to a Comic-Con. I have been to two Star Wars conventions. And that was for, uh, let's see, that was Celebration 2 and Celebration 3. And those were, those covered the the prequels. Mm -hmm. And I know the first year, because the only reason we went, I, I took my oldest son. The only reason we went was because it was in Indianapolis. And I live in Indiana. Mm. So it was like convenient. And although I hate going to Indianapolis because <laughs> traffic is insane and people are insane. So anyways, uh, yeah, the first year we went for Celebration 2, we didn't dress up. We just, you know, just wearing T-shirts or whatever. And we felt so out of place. I didn't we didn't know you were supposed to dress up. <laughs> and so, yeah, we I mean, we had a blast, but yeah, we felt out of place. So the next time for Celebration 3, uh, I went as Vera Sophie. And Matt, my son, went as a Han Solo type smuggler type thing. I made his costume. But yeah, it was crazy because people were asking for autographs. And I'm (laughs) like... Okay, I am not the actress. <laughs> I mean, I think this is when it was really starting to, you know, starting to do these type of things, the Comic Cons. And of course, this was like the second and third uh, Star Wars celebration. So 
Yeah, I was totally out of my element. I had kids running up to me wanting wanting pictures and autographs, and I was just like, I could never make it in Hollywood. <laughs> but it was a blast. And uh, long lines, we were able to get into the uh, George Lucas panel. Mm. Uh, we got up at 1 o'clock in the morning mm. and stood out in the rain for like six hours. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Just to get on that panel or just to watch just, that panel? Yeah, just to get in that panel because it was like first come, first serve at that time. I don't know how. I think they do. Do they do like lottery type things now or just first I come haven't first done serve? celebration. Um, so, and the last time I did San Diego Comic-Con, you could still buy tickets same day. So that tells you something there. <laughs> um, but a lot of those bigger ones, yeah, they are. It's either a lotto system or like when you get there, you you register and um whoever gets picked gets picked mm. um yeah. a lot of times they'll set you up in like a separate staging area for those i'm not sure if college station comic con is going to be quite that big but is this and pardon me i don't know the college station area is this their first comic con no but this is the okay. first comic con of this to be here Con Live is the sponsor or whatever. They're the this okay. is the first one like that. We had Aggie Con. Correct me, anyone listening in Aggie World, Aggie Land, like I guess six, eight months ago, or maybe even a year. It wasn't uh, okay. it wasn't like this. So if they're if they're more familiar with having conventions in the area, it may not be as bad. Um, I know when San Antonio, who used to have like smaller events, when we got our very first big event, it was pure chaos. I have a feeling that the students are back and this is going to be absolutely off the chain hook mm -hmm. chart, whatever off the sump, off the something. And, and I'm going to run out of space on my camera to record and take pictures of everything. Um, lots of pictures though. That's, that's the thing too, right? Lots of photos, mm -hmm. lots of talking with folks. Um, I think uh, hopefully Kevin will be able to, get some video of me actually interviewing and talking to people. That would be awesome. Oh, I did it again with the left eye. <laughs> so, well, that's awesome. Thank you. Um, I'll be reaching out still. I keep every couple of days, have some more questions for you, Kat. So I appreciate yeah, your help. No yeah. Um, in the before times, um, between GNN, my cosplay group and just my regular fandoms, I was attending between 30 to 40 events a year. My feet could never now. Oh, I have really good boots. <laughs> <laughs> I barely survive boots. a day of work walking back and forth in the office. I barely survive. I think my my arches are falling. And of course, I'm old. So you know, my whole body's falling apart. So Doc Martens are your best friend. Oh, yeah. <sighs> They're they're a little heavy, so like your legs will feel it the first couple days. But Doc Martens are your friend at a convention. That would require me to wear jeans because they're Doc Martin high tops. Yeah, unless you had Doc Martin lows. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's not happening. Not for me. Yeah, my my Doc Martens are like knee high. So I got Brooks. Yeah. I'll be mm. fine. I got Brooks, and I got some yeah. cool T-shirts. You'll be able to see me. So if you guys are are in the area or you're coming into the area. And you're going to the Comic-Con. I will be walking around. And you know this logo here that's like this logo that says the Sith Dominion? This one 
is uh, on the front of a T-shirt I'll be wearing at the thingy thing. Uh, there you go. Can you see all that? That's it. Yay! No, no, minus this little Star Wars. That's my little light. Um. Anyways, so oh, I almost hit in stream. <laughs> Wrong button. <laughs> so uh, I'll have that T-shirt on. Uh, on the back up at the top, you'll see the other logo that you always see. Uh, find me. I've got just like a handful of these little just circle logo stickers. Throw them on your water bottle or whatever. Come get one. Um. But also. Uh, I'm going to be talking to plenty of people to get plenty of uh, input for our show. And maybe you will end up like on a video clip or a soundbite. I don't know how all that works, but we'll figure it out. So come find me and get a sticker. I know, right? A sticker. But it's fun. It's free. Who cares? Come sit with us. Come sit. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This show is going to be fun. Going to be. It's fun right now. Dr. Scholl's orthopedic. Okay, time out. Are we talking about Sith and dark side and powerful things? Or are we going to start going down another path? Because I do have the shoulder thing that's been hurting. And if someone could help me with that, too. Thank you, Andrew. <laughs> I, I used to wear those, but they don't work anymore. Yeah, I, I bought at, for a convention weekend because as a cosplayer, a lot of times you have boots that are not that comfortable. Yeah, I would blast through like their high end, like, here, have them measure to your feet and pay $40 for the. Yeah, I'd blow through those in two days. Like, <laughs> forget that. Hmm. Cool. Conventioning, it should be its own Olympic event. What should like, Conventioning. Conventioning. Yeah. I have a feeling I'm, I'm, I'm going to be just in awe blown away um i oh i wanted to uh can you you can't do screen share it's probably a bad idea you don't want to see my screen i wanted to, to to ask about the guest list um if there was anyone we should call out that may have uh something but i don't know i don't know these folks if you're still listening kev you could like this would be like a good time for you to look out for me like we talked about <laughs> at the convention but on the show uh he uh, he lo he loves all this stuff too, uh, Kevin. He goes uh, like anime and and all I don't know, all games. And so so the list like the person I recognize, Carrie Walgren. Like I know that name from many many things. Um, I think Rick and Morty. She was in uh, some Kung Fu Panda, some other things. Uh, so lots of voice actors um, on the list. And oh, I don't know what that was. And yeah, so I'm I don't know. Just gonna. Check it out. It'll be fun. And we'll keep it. Oh, maybe I'll do some TikTok, some live TikToks while I'm yes. there. Oh, let's go. Okay. I think that's it. Okay. Ooh. One more piece of news. So if you follow Geek News now on Facebook, any of our groups really, um, we've been pimping out some cool uh giveaways we had a giveaway with some ahsoka stuff and uh sabine pop uh, funko pop figures right it was sabine was the other one mm -hmm. um and the coasters. Now we, have, we all like, wanted the coasters no one yeah. the what we all wanted the coasters the slate oh, engraved coasters. coasters man they're like gray slate yeah <laughs> well and so like the literally the weekend before this you guys released that i show my wife or the, when you release it i show my wife i'm like hey this is the the same Ahsoka you literally just got this weekend. <laughs> you could have gotten it for free. Take it back. No. Uh, Quentin Flynn. Quentin Flynn. 
is someone I guess that's going to be there that is the most hype. And I don't, I'm still trying to learn the lingo, but I, I don't know who that does, is. But... I'm trying to put like the, I recognize Her the name. name I'm trying to put a finger on it. Yeah. yeah. So while Kevin's helping me out with the show remotely, um, <laughs> Audible <laughs> discount. Yes. So um, right now, and actually, we'll put it down down in the little the messages here with all our other goodies. Um, right now, we actually because you know we know that sometimes it's not convenient to you know listen to a read to sit down and read a book. You can always go ahead and like listen to Audible. Um, they have audiobooks, they do podcasts, and we have a deal now where you can get a free, I believe it's a seven-day trial of Audible, um, and check it out. I mean, I know, like me, I'm I'm notoriously bad for loving physical media, like I love the smell of a book, but I also accept that sometimes I'm just too busy to sit down and read, but Audible is still a really good way to keep up on that. So yeah, um, we're, we're going to make sure it gets down here in the bottom here. Um, there'll be that code, and so go ahead and just use that code to get that free, dis that, that free trial um, and see if it's for you. Absolutely. I will say like I, I used to do when I used to do a lot of uh, treadmill working out going nowhere, I would listen to a lot of audible. Uh, but since I've been doing the show and needing to be a little more sharp on my lore and characters, uh, for instance, uh, Dark Disciple, uh, where the uh, Ventress and, and what's his name? So yeah, Boss. so I audibled that, and I was like, I've only got one more day, and I've got half this book, and I can't. And I'm working, and I'm trying to listen. Wait, I can speed it up. How much can I speed it up? <laughs> oh, I can. I can't comprehend. It's too fast. Okay, we're good here. Like I, I was. This is the most incredible thing ever. Audible. I don't know. I'm not trying to do a commercial. I'm. I use it. It's fantastic. Yeah, oh. I, I've used Audible. Um, a friend of mine's an author out in California. Um, and so um, I've done a few book reviews for him through Audible. So Nice. Nice. We are getting some some hits here with all kinds of stuff. Of these games and John Swayze, Swayze will be there. Voice of General Akari and Neon Jet. Man, I'm telling you, we're going to get some like stuff. Like, can't, or uh, what is it? Geek Gauntlet is going to love me when this is done. There's going to be some. <laughs> So much stuff I'll be pushing y'all's way. Awesome. No, you, you just all. push it all to me, and then I'll just get it all out oh, on social. See, yeah. Like, am I blurry to anyone else right now? I feel blurry. Um, you went out of focus for a minute. It's like you've got a filter on. Like I don't know what's happening. Oh, that's better. Oh, there we go. I think I'm just, the camera's just like not tonight, Dana. Not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, you don't want to. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Okay. Uh, so our next bit, where are we at? Oh, Audible. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, I use it too. I, I think I think Audible is a great way to, to kind of catch up on some things, but also like self-help stuff. I know I we talk a lot about uh, promoting wellness through being positive and whatever, but on this show, we try to build ourselves up and, and use, use lore as lessons, right? Um, so even diving into some, some uh, self-help, but listening to some days like you Mac just got to let the, the hate flow through you. You know what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it's on audible, but you can get my book rebel with a cause on, <laughs> sorry, on Amazon. <laughs> you can look it up. It's pretty cool. It's fun. It's a tiny book. Okay. No more plugging. Ah, Dana. All right. <laughs> Deep side. 
Dark side deep. I can never say it. Dark side deep dive with Dr. Dana. Tonight. Welcome. We're going to be talking about Darth Treya. So I want to open up with Dark Treya real quick uh, with something. And if and did you play the games, either of you, the uh, KOTOR game? Yeah. So <laughs> when... I, I don't want to say like right away, but I mean, it was pretty like we could tell in the story, like with Revan and everything, like what that we knew Kreia was like, we knew but, it was, it was going to happen. Yeah. 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 But when you, when you, when you take, okay. Yeah. She, she, she evil. But I, I think with her, one of my biggest things with Dark Treya that I'd like to spend some time on is uh, kind of like we talk, talked about Ahsoka. She she didn't really walk a fine line like Ahsoka does uh, between light and dark path, but she certainly, I believe, uses what's necessary within the wheelhouse of light or uses what's necessary within the wheelhouse of dark, whatever suits her in that moment. And I believe that that would extend to, yes, manipulation from a Sithi side, but super influential in building the relationship. So... I want to kind of start with that overarching. She has that duality of man in her, the yin and the yang, I feel more so than any other character that I've seen up until Ahsoka. And that's what I want to start with. What are y'all's thoughts on that? Debbie, you want to start? Oh, okay, I'll start then. Okay. Um, well, I mean, it's kind of like we've talked about on a couple other episodes. When it comes to the Force, the Force really isn't light or dark, right? There are abilities you have as a Force user, and it's all in how you choose to use them, right? If you Force choke someone in the defense of another of another person, that's not necessarily dark side. You know, if you use Force healing and siphon the life out of somebody because you're mad, that doesn't make it light side. Um, so... I think it's really, it's a matter of knowing how to use her talents mm -hmm. in a way that best fits the situation. So it's making her adaptable. Mm -hmm. You know, very much like you see the same thing with Ahsoka, only she... I want to say, like, Ahsoka is a little bit, like, lawful neutral. Oh, yeah. So if you think of, like, D&D &D terms, like, Ahsoka's more lawful neutral... Where Treya is, in a way, lawful good. And I say that because lawful good isn't always what it sounds like. Lo the Crusaders were lawful good. And they did a lot of bad things because to them it would, it would have a good outcome. And that's kind of how I see Darth Treya mm -hmm. in that duality. Nice. Of, she's going to use... She's going to be able to adapt because of what she has from both both the light side and the dark side. And to her, it is, I am doing what is necessary in that moment. Mm -hmm. Where Ahsoka stops to say, wait a minute, I'm doing this. I'm trying to do this for the greater good, but what harm is it going to cause? Oh, that's a good point. I like that. So Ahsoka is... What is the greater good in this decision, light or dark side, whatever, whatever ability, whatever decision I have to make, is this, you know, for, for everyone. Whereas Trey is like, what do I need to do, blah, blah, blah. 
is this going to help harm? Well, what's my vision? What's my goal? Where right. am I going? What suits me best in this situation? I see. I like that. I like that a lot. Because, you know, then you get into the influence versus manipulation, right? <laughs> it is two different things. Well, but they do tie together in a way. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I can see Andrew's point to maybe it leaning a little more chaotic neutral. Oh, yeah. There you go. Um, but she also has that, like, is this, this is, this is what the goal is. Is that going to accomplish that? Mm -hmm. So think of like the Crusaders. Hey, we're about to go into this village and slaughter a whole bunch of people because, you know, they don't believe the same thing we do. But it's in it's for the greater good because we only want people who believe the way we do. <laughs> um, <laughs> it doesn't make it right, mm -hmm. but in their logic, it makes it okay. Mm -hmm. Like they're going to be rewarded for doing the right thing. Right. You know, like, oh, we're gonna go in and we're gonna slaughter all the younglings. Well, okay. I mean, if that's what we're supposed to do to be able to like do what we gotta, okay. Yeah, that was. I, I still think that that that's pretty disturbing. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I like to walk the Sith line, but there's certain things maybe I I just won't cross it unless I have to because I have to obey my master or however that works. You're like, oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, tummy my problems, bad. not feeling good, gotta go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't so, think that's going to work. <laughs> so for, from that, that perspective, then, uh, Debbie, what do you think, um, you know, using using Ahsoka versus Treya and, and their differences? Um, what do you think? Well, I don't know much about Treya because I did not play the games. Well, I played um, Old Republic yeah. and not very well, I may <laughs> add. But... Uh, <laughs> My son was begging me to play it, and I'm like, dude, I am not good at games. Fine. But, I mean, you could probably even put that towards real life. I mean, when you're in a situation and you've got to make that split-second decision, mm -hmm. and it's like, do I do it because it's the right thing to do, or... Mm -hmm. You know, like, for, you know, I think I seen a question one time and it was like, would you kill for your child? Mm. Yeah. Hell yes, I would. You know, depending on the situation. I mean, not. Just I don't know. What, what did the kid do this time? Let's start with that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if, if somebody was threatening, yes, my child, I, I would kill that person if they were coming after my kid. You betcha. Mm -hmm. um, it was a lot of controversy. I think that was on TikTok, and everybody was like, "Oh no, I wouldn't do that." Like, <laughs> I don't care. Cancel me. I'm what? Kidding. Don't come after my kid. So it's like you know you're 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 making that decision. You know, okay, yeah, sure. I, you're you're not going to go a little sithy on the person who's coming after your child. Mm -hmm. Of course you will. Oh, I'm going to go a whole lot sithy. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know. definitely. <laughs> I don't even have I mean, kids. I'll go with Sithy for other people's kids. Like you know. Yeah, we need Dana I mean, to take a drug test because his eyes are bloodshot. No, no, no. I'm that angry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my, my kid. All three of my kids are grown and doing well on their own. But Mama Bear will come out 
and I will track you down. And I forget the rest of Liam's speech and taken, but that's what would happen. <laughs> I like that uh, David Fur that she's a antihero, kind of like Venom. Yeah, yeah, and I, you know, I kind of move, moving through the you, you said real world uh, experience. So uh, there's a couple of things when when prepping for the show that I came across, and um, one of the things I think is uh, Puto. She was the very first uh, Muslim female leader, and you guys can correct me, but in Pakistan. And that was a huge, huge deal um, for the entire world um, for, for her to be there. Not only uh, having to deal with whatever patriarchal um, pieces she would have to deal with where she is, um, but also um, dealing with having to make specific alliances, having to you know keep those enemies close who's gonna turn on her who's gonna keep like i so i see how someone like this i imagine very being very close to how treya um would have to tread so treya would have to tread lightly with these two crazy people under her that are probably constantly oh, we know constantly trying to kill her um but she had a power over them um and 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 they they obeyed she she did what she needed to do to try to accomplish her goal to a point that's more of the story but despite all of the things that treya was dealing with she still is that i don't she was i don't want to use the patriarchal matriarch uh type comparison um she was just a flat-out badass leader that happen to be female <laughs> like like i don't i don't i don't even want to want to want to point it out in some weird way like she was just awesome and i don't think enough credit's given to her and whenever i try to make a comparison the comparison i immediately think of is buto because she went against everything that the sith were doing i mean come on how many sith female leaders were there i'll wait there were some that like tried to go up through the ranks but they were always cut down how many tombs on uh, Korriban are for female Sith? Um, you know, all these things. And, and I'm, I'm not trying to make it one of those those discussions. I'm really trying to make it a, this is awesome. This is something we can look at as, uh, as an example. She's crossing the barriers. She's pulling in the people she needs to to be successful and to see her vision through. And that's exactly what Buto did. Now. There were some decisions that Buto may or may not have made <laughs> that would make us question good or bad or the good of the great or and those types of things that we were just discussed discussing. So the next piece of this is I can honestly say there was a moment when I made a decision to do something for what I felt was the greater good. And it didn't turn out to be the best decision, and I probably should have done something else. So that's the risk, right? So the the the, the question here is, where, where's that line that you're willing to go? And I know you'll kill for your kid, but what, what's the line you're willing to go to um, in, in an everyday scenario? 
because we're not talking about those extreme, right? We're talking about every day we have these types of things that we have to deal with, whether you've got a boss that's a turd or a coworker that's keeping you down, whatever. These are things you have to persevere and you got to work through. So how far do you go? Are you going to, you know, put uh, x lax in the candy jar because that one dude always eats the candy and you're going to pay him back or is it? Right. Or you're going to give them jelly or, uh, or M&Ms and put Skittles in there, too. Uh, you know, what? what's the line you're going to cross? I mean, um, I'm not going to say that I know you can order phenolphthalein from Canada, which is odorless and tasteless. And it only takes like two tablespoons to get someone to quit stealing your lunch. Oh, my God. You know? oh, what the hell? <laughs> Dang, oh, <cat>. my God. <laughs> There's a reason that we don't want me as a world leader. Okay. Let me just put that right there. <laughs> Man. Oh, oh, you were serious. That that's that's the last that's your line. I've I've that? done that. Yeah, no. yeah I've done that. Done we found that? out who was stealing lunches. I mean <laughs> so I'm not always a nice person. <laughs> Wow, Debbie, I hope you've never done anything like that to somebody. <laughs> no, I, I'm usually a little more. I can be Sithy, but I do like to get revenge. So I'll I'll find it one way. And I don't know if I'd go that far. <clears throat> but yeah. I mean <laughs> I saw hey, modern problems require modern solutions. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I think, you know, my, my biggest thing with, I, I try, my employees that, that have worked for me in the past, like, they'll tell you, like, yeah, Dana's total sick, but, but in the end, like, like, he's, he's the guy, like, yeah, I, I'm not being weird, he's just, like, he's just a, not gonna be a total jerk and, and really does care about my future. Yes, this is true. Treya did not care about their future. Well, I, you know what, and see, this is where I get a little... So uh, with uh, Darth Nihilus, who was in so much pain because his, his body's, you know, he's got to suck the, the force life out of everybody. Um, she was able to, in, in, a, in a way, keep him, I don't want to say subdued, because that's the wrong word. And it's the words comfortable, but comfortable-ish, right? He didn't have the hunger the way he did. And, and that lasted a while and it came back. But I think, you know, she provided that for him to ease his pain. I think Treya had some of that in her from the, the, the Jedi. And, and her code was not the Jedi code. Her code, I don't believe, was the Sith code. And going off and, and being a, a rebel, I guess, on your own, uh, having to, to get support. That's kind of the next person. I'm going to say Margaret Thatcher, but no, don't go crazy if you don't like her politics because that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about just her being her. Her going after and becoming like a, I mean, a woman that just, you didn't want to cross? Nobody wanted to cross the Thatch? No way, man. Even even in that time, Reagan, was <laughs> he just look at her and smile because he knew she would snap a finger and just she was amazing man and seeing her speak with uh such authority when i would uh it was like very impressionable as a kid growing up seeing seeing her on tv so uh 
Margaret Thatcher, her, I she what was second in command of the of the free world, right? I mean, you had the U.S. and you have England and or the U.K. Um, so the question I have about that is, politics aside, when you have someone in a position of authority within government, do you feel that it's that it's something that's inevitable that I don't know how to say this without being weird gross. <laughs> you think it's inevitable that you're going to start doing things that maybe you wouldn't have done before for the greater good of others. Is that something that begins to corrupt being in a position of power like that? Isn't that all politicians? <laughs> I don't think it's necessarily the position. So it's not, it's not like the ego trip, right? It's not, mm -hmm you know, like, like the horrible ego trip we've saw for the last, you know, you know, eight years, um, yeah. you know, it wasn't like, it's not like that. It's, there's a certain point when, and, and this is kind of, it, trust me, like, this is not like a down with the patriarchy moment, but it's the best way to describe it. As a, as a female leader, there's a certain point when you are in power and you are uh, you are exhausting and using the exact same authority that that your peers are using. However, there is still this misconception that at some point, like, oh, you know, they're going to have that moment where they're going to take pity on this and they're going to make the wrong decision. So outwardly, you are always going to be that drill sergeant with these people. And... and when you see them start to, so for lack of a better term, they're like, oh, we're going to like poke the bear. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you're going to act out of character mm -hmm. to remind them why they don't poke the bear. Um, so it's basically the same concept of speak soft and carry a big stick. Mm. Of you're basically just, you're, you're asserting that your place is the same place as it is with the rest of your peers. But sometimes, for some reason, I don't understand it. Um, when women do the same thing, we're scary. I don't know. I I, I can honestly say that I, I've reported to several uh, directly to vice presidents. Women never never had had an issue. And as a matter of fact, um, I sometimes it just doesn't matter. <laughs> like, well, because like, for you, you're, you're you see her as a peer. You see her. You see her entirely as just a peer. Like, okay, this she, is what it is. Like, this is my boss. My boss. And I do what I I'm going to treat you the same way as I am everybody else. But you're exactly um, right. That does exist on the others. Uh, that yeah. You cannot be as assertive at times. Maybe other words might be thrown around uh, when you're doing the exact same thing and just running your show just like everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's, it, it happens on both sides. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there, there are people, you know, that, you know, have worked, maybe they had a female boss for 20 years and all of a sudden some guy takes the role over and it's like, well, what's this guy going to do? He doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> you know, yeah. it goes both ways. I mean, I've seen it go both ways, yeah. but the difference is, like you said, yeah, there, there's some vernacular that gets thrown around when women are more assertive and you have to decide in that moment, are you going to just say, okay, it is what it is, or are you going to be AOC 
and turn around and call that dude out and be like, what did you just call me? Because you wouldn't have called that, you would not have used that with your peers. Mm-mm. Yeah, but and, then you get called emotional. <clears throat> oh, I got a lot. I, I will own up to being a lot more things than emotional that, that the FCC would ban us if I said. <laughs> but um, <laughs> this is only nine. We got to make it to at least 10 guys. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to say that I have occasionally been called emotional um, in leadership situations. And I and I had to, in a polite manner, have them explain. So I would like you to explain to me exactly which emotion I'm expressing about you not doing your job. <laughs> that is called passion. I am passionate about yeah. you not doing your job right now. Very yeah, nice. yeah I, um, I, I could never be a boss because in the position I am right that I work at now, I, I mean, I have to bite my tongue. I'm surprised I have a tongue because I have to bite it continuously every single freaking day. And yeah, if I could go off the way I would want to go off, especially being a leader yeah, I'd probably be fired within five seconds. Oh, I think my boss wishes that I would bite my tongue. Um, yeah. Um, I think my boss watches this show, so I'm just going to be quiet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he did bring up something the other day. I was like, oh, my God, he watches the show. <laughs> I'm that person that's going to say, so about this here, I see this is going to be an issue, and this is why. And commonly, I'm told, oh, don't worry about it. It'll be fine. We've already looked into it. I'm like, okay, so you've looked into XYZ that goes along. Uh, okay. <laughs> and I just sit back. And six months later, it was like, so. I'm like, told you so. Told you so. Yeah. <laughs> this was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I'm a firm believer, and I would rather tell you the things you don't want to hear than be the person that says, why didn't you tell me? No, I'll oh, tell absolutely. you. You don't like you won't like it, but I'll tell you. Careful what you wish for. Mm-hmm. So uh last little bit for uh this. Uh, just kind of some closing thoughts on Dartrea. I, I I think our show is just not long enough to get as deep as I thought we could get on on several of these shows we've had to cut. And I think we could keep going about Treya digging into her um, ability to influence, her ability to pull together the right pieces of the puzzle, her ability to be a chameleon leader and an adaptive leader and change uh, whether, and and using her entirety of her past and understanding that the past that she lived is not a good or bad past. A past is a past. And the only real thing is not the past and not tomorrow. The only real thing literally is right now. So what can I do right now to make sure tomorrow is what I need it to be? And I'm going to use the past, leave it there, but I'm going to learn from it. And I think Trey is a great example of that, too. I wish they would have done more with her. Yeah, they, they missed an opportunity. Sweet. Well, we're going to close that up. We're going to move on to Corbon Corner, which is our uh, discussion with our special guest. So our special guest tonight is Debbie. 
and Debbie is on <laughs> several shows between her Nobody and Kat. It's so funny. About me. Come like, on. I feel like if I like if I have you two on, it's like they're like every show is represented some way somehow with kind of right now at least. <laughs> so, totally. But Debbie, yeah, welcome to the show finally. I'm so excited that you're here. Uh we I need to know exactly what you do at uh GNN because I think you do a lot of well, I know you do A V stuff and you you go and like everybody's posts and do all that, but you do a lot more. Talk to us. Uh yeah, I just work behind the scenes on the YouTube stuff, uh, especially since we've uh went over to the new page, this new page. Uh just trying to get YouTube to recognize us and it's working a little bit. I've been doing, you know, studying SEO for YouTube and that, and it's been a lot of information and I don't want to try and do it all at once. So it's just like, I'm trying this for right now. And then I've got a list of some other stuff I want to try a little later just to kind of boost our numbers. But I try to help out on Twitter and whatnot. She's being all modest. She's killing it. Oh, yeah. So when I came on board and started into this podcast, they had just made the switch. Uh, her and um, William made worked on making that switch to the new channel. So yes, if you're listening to the show, listening like out in podcast land and not YouTube land, if you're in YouTube land, just click subscribe. But if you're in podcast land and you're subscribed over there, just jump over to our new channel and that would be awesome if you would subscribe. Okay, sorry. I'm supposed to say that every time per Debbie, so I <laughs> <laughs> figured it was the best time to say it. So um, so Star Wars, right? I mean, is when when you look at Geekdom, of course, this is a Star Wars show, but you're you like more than just Star Wars. So what talk, let's talk about your geekdom and your fandom. What's your number one fan Star universe? <laughs> Star Wars would have to be the first because um, I was 13 when it came out. Star Trek would have to be second because I was born in that era. So, you know, Kirk was my man back then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kirk. Oh, Kirky. Uh, so, yeah, uh, TOS and TNG and or Next Generation and some of the newer stuff, not all of it, but but that I, I'm that way with a lot of fandoms. I, I generally like and love a lot of it. Some better, more than others, you know, because we had like Star Trek. It has all kinds of shows. That's all. I watch them. I don't like a lot of them, but there's a lot of them I love. So it's hope I it'll get better, right? You know, like sometimes I, you're I like, oh, is it, I want to like it, but I can't like it. Like, yeah, uh, I do like Strange New Worlds. So, mm, I just started. I think I'm on episode three. Captain Pike is. Uh, so, um, yeah. So, Star Wars. I've read a ton of books. Uh, not a gamer. I suck at it. I've watched my kids play it. <laughs> That's about as far <laughs> as I've gotten on that. Uh, I did. I. Uh, when Star Wars Galaxy was out, I did play mm. that Heck because, yeah. you know, that was not too hard. But today, I couldn't with all the 
I watch my son play, and I'm like, I don't even know how you do that. <laughs> yeah, Galaxies was cool. It was so open world. Like, if all you wanted, like, you didn't ever have to fight anyone if you didn't want to. Like, you could just be a moisture farmer on Tadatooine. Like, you can do whatever. It yeah. was so mine and build homes and sell, like, just, it was, yeah. Thank you, Kevin. RIP. I know. I cried whenever. <laughs> and then, you know, they have the whole uh, EMU server. Yeah, whatever. Anyways. So, but yeah, sorry. Galaxies. Didn't mean to derail. I love that. Oh, no. But yeah, Star Wars is my probably my one true love. But uh, DC, Marvel. Of course, I'm on a Marvel show. So, you know, got to Yeah. Know so, that. what shows are you on like regularly? You're part of those shows. MCU Monday and uh, Cantina Happy Hour. Cantina Happy Hour. And then and if somebody needs somebody to fill in, <laughs> like tonight, like uh, tonight. <laughs> where I am totally. Yeah, I was like, I was like it's Star Wars. Element. Go ask Debbie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay. I'm out of my element on this show because I didn't know who Treya was. I mean, I, when I seen the picture, I was like, oh, okay, I remember seeing her. But that was about the extent of my knowledge. So I apologize. <laughs> no. I, so, I mean, the point of the show, too, is like I've had teachers on. I've had nonprofit people on. Like, I, I, I want it to be something that anyone can join and enjoy. So, no, that's perfect. I love that you love Star Wars. Half the time when I'm on Cantina and you guys start going, I'm like, I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I have no, what? <laughs> can they see me typing over here? Am I shitting? I. Uh, Oh my god! Oh yeah. Well, you know, I thought uh, an episode. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, uh, you you get me and Dave together on Star Wars, and we could probably talk hours upon hours and days upon days about Star Wars. So I'm trying to learn about Marvel. I've never read the comics or anything like that. So all I know is what you know the cinematic universe yeah, yeah. and the TV shows. I love them all some more than others but i love them all yeah I'm I think, you know, if you're out there i love you this <laughs> fandom geekdom world uh when when you're aligned you're powerful and when you're not aligned you are very weak like dc <laughs> versus marvel or star trek and stuff and i'm like dude just just pick something to like out of all of them it's okay they all have stuff that's awesome and they all have stuff that sucks so let's be honest and just enjoy all the pieces that are good. Well, for years it was, well, you can't like Star Trek if you're a Star Wars mm. fan. I mean, that was big when I was young. And I was like, mm. yeah, I never understood that because I liked both. Yep. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, never understood it. And I was just like, yeah, I'll just crazy. crazy. Oh, Next Generation was really my introduction to Star Wars or <laughs> Star Trek. And wow. so, so that was you know, me. <laughs> Sorry, I'll cry myself to sleep on my pillow tonight. So, <laughs> I can't believe I said that. So, what, uh, so, yeah, I mean, so when you're talking about like formidable years as a teen, like I'm watching the next generation, but I love Star Wars and I'm like, this is cool. I get more stuff like space and fun and whatever. Mm -hmm. And no, I'm not going to pick a side. I'm just going to like them all, man. So, canceled our yeah, I mean. thanks kevin <laughs> yep pretty much i already done so see y'all remember pieces of lives <laughs> we're done <laughs>
Oh my gosh. Yeah, Star Wars came out, and then then there was like uh, the original Battlestar Galactica. Oh, I've never man. watched the newer one because I can never find all the scenes anywhere. So I heard it's good, but I don't know. I like the original. But yeah, I like a lot of fandoms. I, I'm not real deep into them because, like I said, I haven't read the books like The, the Witcher. I like yeah. The Witcher, except for this season, because it's so. But uh, I watched it only for Henry Cavell. But my son told me, my oldest son, because he's read the books, he's played the games, and mm-hmm. he was like, it's so sad. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoy him because it's entertaining to me. I don't know the lore and all the behind-the-scenes crap, but it's Stranger Things. I love that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of... I watch a lot of stuff because I'm a hermit. I'm an introvert. I don't like going out. So I watch TV and movies. So. Yes. Uh, my wife has a shirt. I want to be where the people aren't. <laughs> oh, that's like my mantra. Yeah. 100%. And like, I'm a huge like, mermaid guy. So it fits perfect. You know, she's you guys would laugh. Cause like right now I literally have like a house full of people downstairs. And I'm like, okay, go podcast. Bye. Like, <laughs> Take us down there. Take us down there. No, no, they're playing D and D. I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna sit this game out, and I gotta go podcast. Bye, bye. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. If I could find a at home job, I would be a very happy camper because I just don't like dealing with people, and it's just gotten worse. I mean, people have gotten worse. It's yeah. never, never been like this. And it's just like, you know, you look at someone cross-eyed and, you know, they're coming for your throat. And I'm like, what the hell? What, you don't get out much in the last three years? What? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I have to force myself, like if a Marvel movie comes out, <laughs> excuse me, or a DC movie, you know, I have to force myself to go to the theater because we're going to be talking about it. <laughs> on the yeah. shows so it's like ooh. oh see what and is- yeah <clears throat> i only go to like one theater here because it's like adults only unless it's a special kids showing and if the people in the theater are like rude or too loud or on their phones they'll straight up kick them out <laughs> well i go first showings on I, I live in a small town <clears throat> so it's a real small theater and if I go Saturday mornings first showing, there's maybe five. Yes. One. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't come sit by me when there's like 50 other empty seats. Uh, right? I, hate, I hate that. I want it to be so <clears throat> quiet in that theater between the trailers that when I crunch my popcorn, I'm embarrassed because the one other person in that theater hears me. That's how <laughs> I want my theaters. Well, I've I've embarrassed myself a couple times because well, uh, let's see, what was it? The um, uh, shoot the the last Spider Man movie. Uh, now I went to no go see home? that. No way home. Yeah, no way home. <clears throat> I went to go see that, and there was more people than I like in there, and uh, the scene where uh, Daredevil pops up. Mm. I mean, I was like, woohoo! And nobody else knew who he was. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> but luckily, there's only like 20 people in there. So, but you know, 
all eyes all eyes were on me like what the hell's wrong with you woman oh i embarrass myself which i do on a daily basis anyway so it's <laughs> goodness it's fine debbie it's not embarrassment you just let your geek flag fly it's fine <laughs> honestly Oh, I do it I at work all the time. And I see who the rest of my tribe is that finds me. Like, when I get introduced at work, I get introduced as, "Oh, this is our geek girl." <laughs> 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 you want to know about Star Wars or Marvel? You go ask her. <laughs> I'm like, okay, stay away from me. <laughs> well, Debbie, thank you for for uh, talking with us and sharing that. I think you know other folks that are swinging through here and get on those other shows maybe didn't know some of that hopefully about you they learn a little something so thank you for joining thank you for giving us all that about you and we're gonna skip the fan theory because it was my fan theory it was something like what uh bait when balin says we're no jedi on ahsoka um but he didn't say they were sith right and i think that obviously was intentional and i i just was gonna you know how, how does that look in our universe uh today that we have uh with star wars i'm gonna jump over unless you have it pulled up probably not uh cat someone have that comment from earlier i do not you know what i'm talking about i think it was An it was andrew wasn't it might have been i think so andrew just just pop it back in there man <laughs> <laughs> andrew remember what it was you said remember when you said it, it? You said when the things in the house oh, it's a pop <laughs> oh, yeah, Chewie. Chewie came in and said hi to us Yes that was her Did Tail I going across the scene Oh, My cat, oh, the cat. Always the cat mm -hmm. Chewbacca Alright uh, Andrew we need Treya In the modern age of Star Wars Treya was all about Discarding the binary way of viewing the force Nice and that resonates with where we are, not just in Star Wars, but also culturally. Let the past die. Kill it if you must. And who said that? Rilo, or Kylo. Rilo can absolutely. Rilo can, there you go. The first Star Wars oh. Disney princess. Like, you know. yeah. <laughs> I thought that was Tim Curry. Didn't Disney buy? Okay. <laughs> Rocky Horror, anyone? Okay. Uh, so I, I think that's awesome. Thank you, Andrew. And that is, uh, I, I couldn't disagree. Rilo Knuff. What did what, what I miss? Kev's comment, Rilo Knuff. Rilo, where was <laughs> I know. I wish Zane was here because of the whole, that's, that's your guy. Sorry, Zane, that's your guy. Oh, my gosh. Every time Star Wars, I'm like, hey, and Kylo, what do you think? He hates it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, but this is a great segue because if you saw... Oh, hold on. Uh, we'll, we'll wrap up with that. Okay. So this is our wrap up. But uh, So we talked about what? Everything. We talked about uh, just just being a, a woman leader and some of the things that, that you know, Treya was trying to put pieces together and do whatever. And, and, and Kat, you shared some things about you being a woman leader that you have to deal with um, just even in, in behaviors and attitudes. Um, it's, 
it's terrible and it's ridiculous and it does still happen. And there are places and people, I think, uh, surrounding us that we can surround ourselves with so that we change that. And um, myself, I was a, a member of Women in Cable when I worked for a uh, cable company here in Texas uh, because I felt like it was important. I always made sure that that when you do good, you're put out front and center, male, female, it doesn't matter. And I don't think you should ever hide people that are doing well. Um, so go and do the things like everything, subscribe to everything. Um, check out the host of shows that we have. We have on Mondays, they'll be in the bottom. MCU Mondays, we have um, oh, System Dominion, yeah, yeah, the show we're on right now. Wednesday, the new, uh, Wednesday, we should be getting a new podcast over on Podbean for War of the Stars. War of the Stars. Thursday is Cantina Happy Hour. Friday is... Free for all. Like, go check out any shows you might have missed during the week. Hop on over to YouTube.com slash Geek News Now Official. And so, like, if you weren't able to catch something during the week, catch it up then. Saturday is... Geek Gauntlet. Geek Gauntlet. I feel like I'm missing another show. Um, uh, well, on Sundays, we now have Through the Eyes of a Child. Um, <gasps> it's not a live show, but it's a really great show because the host of War of the Stars sits down with his daughter and watches... Right now, I believe we're going through Rebels right now. Um, for the Clone first... Wars. Clone Wars, sorry. Clone Wars. Um, I knew it was one of them I hadn't watched. Um, thanks for keeping me straight, Debbie. Um, what? <laughs> You kept me straight. I was I was gonna I'm tell me so you're watching the wrong here, show. Debbie. Like, yeah, I told you Clone Wars. Hell. No, because you knew it was Clone Wars. They were watching it. I was trying to say it was Rebels. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, um. Yeah. So he sits down and watches it with his daughter, and basically does like a react video with her, since it's her first time seeing it. So it's kind of like a fresh way of seeing these shows that many of many people throughout the geek fandoms have have seen and. Maybe they don't have quite the same magic for us as they would for seeing it that first time through through the eyes of a child. So, yeah, always cool to see kids. Like, what is their reaction to this stuff? Um, we know what ours was, like you said, not fresh. But I get a grin whenever my son, you know, would see some of that. I'm sure y'all did too. Like, just mm -hmm. you get to kind of relive it a little bit. So, yeah, when my kids were younger, just introducing them to the Star Wars universe, which I try to do as soon as possible. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So all three of them, they're all geeks in their own way. My daughter's a big Lord of the Rings fan and has read all the books. And I don't know. She tells me stuff and it just goes right over my head. But uh, we watch a lot of the same stuff. I mean, I've watched Lord of the Rings. I'm just not as in-depth in the lore as she is, her and her husband both, so. Yeah, I got done with those movies and was like, well, that was fun. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to know anymore or do anymore. I, I watch I mean, I, I, There's movies I usually watch at least once every year, and Lord of the Rings is, I haven't done it yet, but I still have till December, but uh, Lord of the Rings is usually that franchise I usually try and watch at least once a year. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah, there's nothing like that that feeling when I see my cat flail herself at the TV for us trying to get into the lightsaber battle. You know. 
I taught her a bad habit because I thought it was funny when I used to play SOTOR. When I would get in combat, because a lot of my combat stuff was macroed, so I kind of knew what I was doing anyway. So, you know, when you play an MMORPG, you just know what keys you're using. Oh, yeah. And so she would get on my computer desk and she would attack the monitor like soft paw every time I was in combat. So I encouraged it enough to get a video of it because I thought it was hilarious. Little did I know that she was going to take that training and now she just does it for everything. She's like, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> what if, you I was on, if, she, if she came in and saw this, she'd be like, me, me. <laughs> 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 Cats. Enough said. Gotta love them. Yeah. So what else did we talk? Oh, Comic Con. Um, we have the Audible uh bit that you check that out on our uh, stuff as well on our socials as well. And yeah, come find me at the Comic Con. I'll give you a sticker and come see Kevin. You know the guy that was commenting all this stuff. Um, and thank you, Andrew. I swear I'll give you your three dollars later. Um, Pilo Ren is who we're talking about and, and I didn't make this up I make an outline before I do the show And it says Kylo Ren at the end So thank you Andrew You read my mind Using the dark side no doubt Alright Any any last closing thoughts Cat? Uh, you got any closing thoughts? Well you know of course We want you all to come and sit with us every week And so you know so one of the things we found is that 60% of the people that are watching us aren't following us. So you're missing out on a ton of great content. You just just go through all the shows we have just on YouTube. So make sure that you don't miss out on any of our YouTube and our podcast shows. Make sure that you hit like and subscribe down there. And that way you get a little notification every time we go live. So you never have to miss out. Da, da, da. The more <laughs> you know. Parting shots. Debbie parting shots. Oh, uh, I have none. Thank you. <laughs> Just that you know, I'm going to go watch Ahsoka now. So <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, can we can we, can we hear this update on Ahsoka's on? <laughs> I have a cigarette and get my cookies and milk ready. So <laughs> well, I mean, come on, look, it was supposed to be on Wednesdays. Can, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, the whole time. Jerk. I was just glad it wasn't on Mondays or Thursdays because I would have had a hissy fit. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not feeling it right now. All right, uh, thank you all so much, and uh, Debbie, thanks for for stepping in. I really like uh, having you on the show, and I hope you will join the show again. We'll uh, get a little. Do you know Kylo? Uh, yeah. I'll keep that in mind for next week, Debbie. Watch your inbox. No. Oh boy, we might have a big old show. We could have like three, four, five people on. How many people can we have in here? Up to ten, right? Oh, I think so. Oh man. Well, it's my last show before I have to travel for work, so I will have one week off, and it's my tenth show. So I think we should do something cool. All right. Oh, and the two thousand followers. Although I'm back down to like nineteen ninety three on tiktok but that's okay it was a good year um, i'm just happy this is fun i love doing the tiktoks oh yeah i do tiktoks at lunchtime like most days uh so yeah follow me on tiktok and follow geek news now on tiktok and watch for lives those are fun too and you never All know right. when i might show up in a live every once in a while it happens you it know. may and if i can ever figure out how to bring her on it will happen you just gotta push the button <laughs> tell me when you're going live and push the button and i say yes 
Okay. I just have to make sure I'm not in my pajamas with my messy bun. Okay. Yes, please. No. I mean, yeah. it's noon. What do you? Oh hey, yeah, I you're off. Get some, uh, you know, yeah. followers. You never know. <laughs> Mike, give me some more. <laughs> that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother division of after dark in TikTok. Oh, you know, goodness. just you know, only fans. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so on, on the old uh, TikTok TT, pays better. TTC um, Diva Dads uh, podcast, a <laughs> podcast I used to be on, or I guess I'm still part of. We used to have After Dark, and it was more like PG-13. And it was still streaming, but it was all the people that would watch would now come on to the show, and we'd all be talking with the guests, like fans and everything. It was really cool. And then we'd stop streaming, but we'd still be talking. And that was after After Dark, and that's where all the tea was spilled. So we could start doing some fun like that, too. Uh, it may not be healthy. Okay. Um, no toxicity. We're Sith, but we're not crazy. You guys have been absolutely what? Debbie and I could come on and talk about our harem list. Oh. Like, we could hang. Wait, like, that's a real thing? I thought y'all were joking. Debbie with the hot, or with the hot, the picture in the last Cantina happened. The harem list. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's really a thing. A thing. That wasn't a bit. It's really... <laughs> oh, my goodness. I had no idea. <laughs> Yeah, oh we, were, we were talking about <clears throat> all my men in my harem, and then John Biscardi, who is uh, uh, the Geek and I podcast, mm -hmm. uh, he'll watch our shows and he'll pop in and make some funny comments. And I don't know, during the time that I was talking about my harem, he came up with that picture. That's fantastic. So, I keep saying I, I have to redo it because there's some people missing. So. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Well, we're really going to shut it down now. But uh, thank you again. And uh, I, I don't know. Maybe Kat, we can put put our heads together and come up with something cool for episode ten. Just we figured out. Fun. Cool. All right. Thank you, Debbie. Thank you, Kat. And thank you all for uh, being involved. David, Kev, Andrew, whoever else. Thank you all for uh, watching and being involved. And remember, kids, peace is a lie. There's only passion. Good night.